Welcome, everybody, to the Table Rush Talk Show. Today's interview is with Lisa Randall. Lisa Randall is a memory specialist, and she's having a ton of success with her Memory Alive program. Um, she really just... Uh, <laughs> What's the funniest thing she says in here? Hold on, let me find the line. You are gonna love this interview. You gotta, you've got to, you've got to listen to it. She says, um, and that's that's been. She's talking about her favorite moments. Those are the moments that give me the chills. Where I think that this is it. Because who cares if we can remember a bunch of shitty moments strung together, right? But we are, if we are focused on being present and being aware and really valuing the creation of beautiful memories. Well, that's it now, isn't it? Uh, Lisa Randall's trained in kinesiology. She's got a master's in in gerontology and uh, something else. Amazing, amazing woman. Super witty, super smart. Listen and enjoy. Lisa Randall. Welcome, everybody, to the Table Rush Masterclass, where we get back to the marketing and sales basics to help entrepreneurs like you grow your business to $1 million annual revenue and beyond. And today, I have a very special guest, Miss Lisa Randall, and um, MS... <laughs> Sorry, what a great introduction. I've totally gone sideways right from the start. I was looking at your website and it says, meet Lisa Randall MS. So I was like, miss Lisa, whatever. Um, and Lisa and I have a little bit of a history where we're great friends, correct, Lisa? Correct, that is correct. Awesome. And um, Lisa, you're a memory specialist, yes? That is correct. Fantastic. And um, you have a program called Memory Alive, the Memory Alive Learning Program, which we're going to discuss a little bit. Yes? Yes. Fantastic. And um, you have an education in kinesiology? If I remember correctly, yes, that is. Per perhaps some gerontology and public perhaps. health? Perhaps, yes. Yes. And gerontology means older than us people. <laughs> oh, study of aging. Study of, yes. study of aging. Yeah. Study of aging. And uh, let's see what else. You have delivered engaging and effective transformational memory programs to individuals and small groups, along with corporate and community organizations for many years. And with the fantastic style and flair that is Lisa Randall. Oh, absolutely. Fantastic. So our story is, you've been a part of my entrepreneurial journey, which is super fun. I'm having microphone, um, <laughs> microphone insecurity. There we go. Oh, uh, yes. So um, I started the Bitch Slap Accelerated Path to Peace podcast, and you were actually my very first interview. And we were having so much fun. And we went so deep and talked about so much, like deep, personal stuff that we kind of came to the conclusion that maybe now's not the time to uh, publish that episode. <laughs> Correct. I, that's how I recall it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. We were talking about woundy things that were like, perhaps 
<laughs> some people just don't need to know about this <laughs> yet. But I'm sure yes. if we talked about it today, it would all be fine. But it was part of my growth experience too, because um, I was so attached to having that interview go out there that I fought you very hard. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, I fought you hard enough that I went ahead and and somehow manipulated the universe into having it be okay that I just went ahead and published the episode. <laughs> and um, anyway, uh, I great. I finally took it down. I was like, man, I'm just Misha. You're just like being an asshole. Um, excuse my language listeners, but it does happen. Sometimes we can be willful and push envelopes. Um, but it was such a, you were such a great, uh, uh, part of my uh my journey as i'm growing entrepreneurially so thank you lisa you're welcome misha <laughs> thank <Then>. you <laughs> what's that and thank you yes and so we thought it would be fun as i'm transitioning out of this more spiritual ethereal style um I don't know if message is the right thing, but my own journey, I was like, oh, maybe I'll help people find God or whatever. <laughs> um, I was like, you know what? I really love business and, and really um, talking business and growing businesses and, 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 and spirituality being expressed through entrepreneurial endeavors. I think that's a, a, a much better way to path for me. Right. And so you and I were like, gosh, wouldn't it be awesome to, to um, sort of have an end bitch slap last interview. Wouldn't it be ironic if the first interview that went nowhere, if you got to be the last, um, the last bitch slap accelerated path to peace of official interview, sort of close that loop. And then at the same time, hey, you are this amazing, you have this amazing entrepreneurial spirit that you're embracing now, like you're ready to level up your business, right? Like what we just talked about that you do and, and that perhaps you'd put aside some of your, you know, gladly put aside some of your entrepreneurial aspirations or, you know, PhD aspirations, things like that. So you could grow a family and have some babies and things like, and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what that's accurate. Good. Thank you for that dissertation, everybody who's listening. I've just totally co-opted this episode and made it about me. But what the hell? I'm, I have a gift. <laughs> so Lisa Randall, after that amazing, wonderful, beautiful, beautiful introduction, why don't you talk to um, you've you've got this memory alive thing, but that, hey, it's time to uh, why don't you tell tell us about where you are with it a little bit. I know you teach classes, you're at community centers or, or frame what you're doing right now and perhaps give, an, give us a vision of what you hope for. I absolutely will. Thanks, Misha. And I love how you said, um, you know, expressing spirituality through entrepreneurial endeavors. I thought that was a, a really cool way to say it kind of, um, it really articulates well, I think the transition that you're making and also what this process of 
starting this company and teaching what I've been teaching has been for me. That was really, um, really beautifully articulated. And I appreciate that. Um, and so the, the process of putting together this memory program started for me when I was working full-time for Scripps Health and I was working in integrative medicine. And so it was born of a very, uh, you know, a, a scientifically based, pra- pragmatically based um, foundation of, um, you know, what, uh, what is a whole person approach to a better memory? What is a whole person approach to preventing memory loss? And, uh, based on the foundation of, you know, all kinds of other programs that I helped to create at Scripps. And, um, when I took it on my own, when I left Scripps and I began working on this program on my own, it was, um, it was, also at a time when my life was transforming, you know, I was going through a divorce and I was uh, recreating, uh, really kind of uh, transforming as a, as a person. And so this, um, this, uh, the topic, the, the content uh, has uh, shifted in its meaning for me. And it's also translated into a new way that I approach teaching classes. Um, and interestingly, as the um, as the meaning has, has changed for me and has, I, as I have uh, really uh, gotten so much more um, uh, spiritually focused, I've found that the content that I'm teaching is so much more well-received, <laughs> so much more effective. And um, I have uh, really found a way to connect with the, my students and, um, and the content on such a deeper level. And that's been a really beautiful thing for me. So, you know, as I've, as I've gone through this, um, you know, over the, the last several years through this uh, transformation in my personal life, and as I've transformed the content that I've been teaching, I have, uh, you know, I'm at a place right now where uh, there is, there's a ton of passion behind what I'm doing. And as I continue to see the, 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 what I'm producing benefit the lives of the people that I teach my mo- motivation to do more increases. And so I have people asking me, why isn't this online? Where can I get more information? I, I have a, my mom is stressed out about her memory. How can I help her? And there's so many things that I want to do and provide, but I feel uh, inept. I feel at a loss for how to take the content that I've created and the passion that I have for it, along with the, the, new confidence that it's really benefiting others. And how do I take that and um, move that to a space where I can um, make it more accessible for others and also make it um, more, um, uh, also build a, um, a more um, secure um, business out of it as well so that I can uh, spend more time on it and so that I can make this uh, a more a substantial means of supporting myself and my family. Mm, mm, fantastic. I love that. I Can we touch on two points real quick? Certainly. So you said you, you had a shift in here somewhere, partially due to divorce or a realignment of mm-hmm. your identity. Maybe there's a bunch of different ways to say that, but you, your the way you were teaching, you started to bring in that spirituality. Spirituality was that a conscious 
decision or was that an epiphany moment or tell me about that, that arc? Does that question make sense? It does. It does. And I think it was a combination of the two. I think that, um, you know, I've always been kind of uh, looking for that purpose, right? I've always been looking for what, you know, what am I always been so jealous of friends who have said, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a fill in the blank. Cause I have always been like, I want to be a, you know, but I know how I want to feel. I know I want to feel like I'm productive. And I know that there are, um, <laughs> there are qualities that are intrinsic to me that are useful to others. And I want to use them. I want to have the feeling of knowing that those intrinsic things um, are benefiting others. And I think that's very common. I think that's, but some people are really clear on what those qualities are and how to use them. And I've never been clear on either. Um, and so the shift was conscious and it was also based on epiphanies. And I think that um, consciously it, it's been the knowing of, I want to pursue that passion, but shoot, what is that passion in the first place? Right. And I knew I was passionate about this subject and uh, it wasn't one that I was going to drop researching regardless of whether or not it was my, uh, my job, because I'm, I'm fascinated by neurology. I'm fascinated by memory. I'm fascinated by the brain. And I'm always going to be looking into that. And I think as my, my spiritual um, uh education for lack of a better term, as I dove more into spirituality, I think what, what struck me was the science behind the spirituality that I pursued. So when I read on quantum physics, when I read about, um, you know, when I looked at David Hawkins and letting go and the science behind, um, spirituality, it all lined up with the, the, uh, the fundamental components of memory and cognition that I was teaching in a really insightful way. And so there were several moments where I, um, where I had, you know, I did a reading, um, I, I had a, a recognition that, you know, in order to remember better, we must be paying attention. We have to like the crux of a good memory is attention. The crux of a good memory is the ability to be present. And, um, and, I recognize that I can't be present unless I can forget a lot of my old ideas, a lot of my story, a lot of my story that prevents me from being, um, being emotionally, mentally, spiritually present to the, to the here and the now. And, um, I had I? that. Oh, go, go. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I no, had that go. cool epiphany. And then I, um, when was that? Tell me about that epiphany. Was this like your daughter or an ex-husband or some, 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 do you remember the day or the moment or I remember uh specific, I mean, I remember generally speaking, um, the, the, the idea of like, Oh my gosh, I have to forget before I can remember. And I would love to share with you something that I read the very next day after I read this. Um, and it was, um, it was in, um, second, sorry, let me find it. But yeah, it was about, it was about two years ago. And I, um, I think that the, the bizarre contradiction of, of forgetting in order to remember struck me, but I knew it was the truth. And then the very next day I read, um, in one of my spiritual books, um, 
No one questions the connection of learning and memory. Learning is impossible without memory since it must be consistent to be remembered. I said before that he teaches remembering and forgetting, but the forgetting is only to make the remembering consistent. You forget in order to remember better. And that's directly from a spiritual text, uh, nothing to do with cognition, with memory, but it did fall into my awareness the day after I had this, this epiphany about, I got to forget, I got to forget my, my old ideas, my, my story. Um, and, and that concept of forgetting is essential to the ability to remember, not just for me, but, but on the whole, and not just in a spiritual sense, but in a cognitive sense. And so with those, um, with these, um, uh, you know, uh, these things fall into your awareness at certain times and you can't ignore the timing of those. You know, I can't ignore the fact that I read that the very day after I had this, um, this epiphany. And, um, those are the types of, um, I would say, uh, affirmations that I've gotten over the course of the last few years that have helped me to know that a, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And, um, and B, this is meaningful work outside of just, I want to be smarter. I want to be more cognitively fit. Those are, those are really, um, uh, those are really fabulous, um, goals to achieve to, but there's something bigger and greater that through that desire or through that goal that so many people have, I don't want to lose my memory. I don't want to, um, you know, I don't want to go through, uh, dementia, memory loss, etc. through that desire to prevent, um, losing our memory, there's a greater, there's a greater message. Um, and whether that message is just for me or for the people that I can bring it to, that gives it so much more purpose for me. I love that. That's amazing. Can I ask you a question? And, and I'm going to ask you to perhaps be vulnerable. Are you open to that? Sure. Of course. Fantastic. So you have this epiphany in the moment you read in your spiritual and the spiritual text that has meaning to you brings you connection to source your there's obviously a struggle going on on one side of you and you're trying to <clears throat> break free of a situation clearly right and so then you're like you have this epiphany i need to i need to how do you say it forget to remember i'm sorry forget to remember essentially right? i need to, i need to forget yeah right I and so you're like anything. i need and so is this, what is that tension that's driving that? Is it with relationship? Is it with, with something? There's a tension point that you're trying to break free from. What, can you talk to that? Because that's obviously, I think, an important piece of your story right here. It's like, hey, reality is I can be free of this. I've just, I, I everything's coalescing My my gerontology and public health. So I, I get to, you know, I'm trying to help seniors or people age memory gracefully and, and retain and grow and strengthen their memories and these sorts of things. And, 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 and you're a spiritual person, right? Which I love about you. And so like, it's, you have that lightning bolt moment you read, but what's the tension point that's, does that make sense? Kind of. Um, like kind of what am I trying to be free from? Thank you. Yes. Okay. So, um, <laughs> and I don't know how specifically I can answer that question, but I'm, um, 
you know, I think that, um, I think we can all recognize in ourselves um, certain ways that we think, act, and operate that don't serve us, yeah. that don't serve our freedom, right? Yeah. And um, I certainly have had the ability to look back on my life and recognize, wow, you know, I've uh, certainly made things harder than I have needed to. Um, yeah. And all for the sake of um, protecting how I wanted to be perceived or how I wanted people to think about me or uh, how I didn't want to think about myself perhaps. And, you know, I think that there of course are always specific situations that I can point to. Um, I was kind of redefining myself after divorce. I was uh, trying to, uh, I'm trying to validate myself in a way that, uh, you know, externally I felt I needed to, um, well, you know, also recognizing that external validation wasn't even available. Um, and also, you know, looking back on an entire lifetime of, uh, of thought processes that, um, that were, um, that were those that kneecapped me, you know, that, uh, mm. I kneecapped myself and, um, and I kneecapped my own progress, um, spiritually and financially and, you know, in terms of my education and, um, just looking at, um, uh, my, um, uh, my freedom was contingent upon letting go of, mm. of these old ideas. And, and when it comes to, um, uh, you know, I think when we, when we get an integrity with ourselves when we get an integrity with what our foundational values yeah. are and, you know, with, with how we're thinking, the words we're using to communicate and, and then how we're acting, what, what are we doing in this life? And is it in integrity with, with our, uh, with what we really believe and what we think. And um, there was discord there and I couldn't be present to, uh, to the, to the moment. I couldn't be present to my kids, to my career, to anything. If I was living in this uh, turbulence that, that existed in um, the discord between how I thought things should be, or my ideas about the way things should go based on, um, crap, that I had told myself. <laughs> you know, like there, yeah, there's always going to be turbulence there. And I think there was, that, that was the epiphany of like, wow, I need to forget. I need to forget about my anger towards so-and-so. I need to forget about how I don't think I'm good enough, or I need to forget about, um, how my life should look, you know, like why I, why it's a, you know, a, a failed marriage or a failed career or failed. I need to redefine all those yeah. things. I need to open up my mind to uh, a new definition, a new concept of what, um, of what success is because, um, become getting into alignment with myself. That's the only measure of success that I want to strive for. And I know that when, I am in alignment with uh, my true values and when I am in integrity and when I am able to live a a spiritual life that, that holds hands with my um, career, that holds hands with my relationship, that holds hands with how I raise my kids. That's when (laughs) the only time that is the only time and place that the, that what I crave in terms of my career and what I offer the community. That's the only place that that can uh, grow. 
Perfect. You know what? You answered the question beautifully. Thank you for that. Um, Maybe excessively. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> you know, what? we're going to refine that, Lisa Randall. That's one of the things we're going to work on. Um, Fabulous. Yes. Yeah, so tell me, so we've got your your memory alive that's come out of this, come out of this um, cauldron of change and growth and spirituality and the coal. And you're like, Oh my gosh, I, I, I literally have a vision. Right. And so tell me about the memory alive program. What are we doing here? What's it doing? Like you're helping what seniors, what do you, what's going on? Well, target audience, uh, Misha, is unfortunately you and I. <laughs> you and I are actually <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the, the demographic that can do the most uh, in terms of uh, improving cognition, preventing, um, preventing memory loss. But, but everyone at any age can uh, take steps towards a better memory. And that's one of the taglines that I use. Any, everyone at any age, the brain is, uh, as we all know, the brain is plastic. And so we can yeah. always make steps to improve the way we think um, and, uh, and, and learn and grow. So basically, yes, what I do is I teach the fundamentals of this program, which are attention, uh, the, the improving our ability to, be, to pay attention, to be aware, um, promoting inviting change into our lives, inviting the ability to uh, have new experiences that do promote neuroplasticity um, and cognitive reserve, but also joy and, and experiences that we care to remember. Um, I talk about uh, emotions and the, uh, the power that emotions have on our ability to remember and also the power that we have to look to and foster um, specific emotions. We do have choices over the emotions that we sit in and also, uh, the, the five, so attention, change, emotion, and sensation, the, um, the sensations that we experience our episodic memory involves all of our emotions, all five, arguably six of our, of our senses. And, uh, so these foundational components, uh, make up the memory alive program. And I teach them through a series of, of classes and, uh, resources. Fantastic. And do you have a set currently? Do you have a set number of classes? Is it? Uh, yes, it varies depending on who I am teaching. So there's not currently a set number of classes. And that's one of the things that I'm working to kind of streamline and, and hone in on. Oh, fantastic. Good, 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 good. Um, and um, in a nutshell, I know I know everybody can th perhaps thrive by learning how to, you know, maximize their memory. But like, again, maybe talk to this target market. So you've got people our age in their forties and fifties and where you're trying to, <clears throat> excuse me, you're trying to sort of help them at a, at a, at a time when perhaps memory can start to taper off you're like, hey, let's let's actually help you thrive with your memory and perhaps uh, stave off memory degradation into the into our senior years. Am I framing that properly? Is that 
kind of what yeah, we're, and, we're and I would, I, you know, I think I, I kind of jokingly said, you know, you and you and I are the target audience and, and we are, but, but my, for my business, my target audience is, uh, you know, sixties to nineties probably. And mm. it is the, it is the older adult who's, um, who is looking to, uh, strengthen their memory. And mm. there, it could be because there's fears about things that they've forgotten in the past. It could be, there's, uh, fear around watching a family member or a loved one go through memory loss. And it could be just out of the, the knowing, Hey, I want to stay cognitively robust. Um, mm. What was the second part of your question there? Michelle? I'm sorry. I forgot. No, no, I was, ironically. I you, <laughs> no, I think you answered it perfectly. Okay. You said, Hey, the you're helping. Well, it sounded like two things. You're helping people that are in their sixties to nineties stay cognitively robust. And perhaps at the same time, you're helping people, who are with somebody who's not cognitively robust and maybe want to know more tools and things like that so they can thrive in that environment. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's all focused on the individual. So uh, I don't really, I don't really, uh, if I'm working with someone who's also a caregiver, my, uh, my program is, is, uh, is for the participant. So, um, you know, there's a completely different set of needs for people who do, have dementia or Alzheimer's disease. So a lot of the things that I teach are contraindicated for someone who actually is experiencing a, a more advanced stages of memory loss. So it, it is it is very much on the preventative end of things. However, in my humble opinion, I do think that what I am teaching would definitely benefit the mindset of someone who's also working as a caregiver for someone with memory loss. Great. Um, I love that. Um, um... But currently with with your program right now, it's more for the person that's wants to wants to work on their cognitive. How did you say that? Um, they want to become more cognitively robust. We are learning. Thank you. Uh, we're learning better ways to remember. Right. Love so it. it's, it's a, if, if you look at it as kind of continuing education or adult education, uh, people that want to learn how to remember better. And. Have you, do you have any, uh, do you have, uh, you're having success get this online. You need to grow this. You need to, you need to expand and get this message out to more people because what you're doing works. Yes. Right. I, I, I would to love to be in, right. Exactly. I have people asking me for things and I have, I am so excited to get more clarity on how to give it to them. Fantastic. Can I ask you another question? Absolutely, Misha. People that Fire are away. looking, people that are looking at your course that are in their, you know, 60s to 90s and they're aware that they've got some that the, that they're at the point of they're ready. They're like, hey, you know what? I am ready to work on my memory because I clearly see it's going to help me have a richer life into my twilight <laughs> years. <laughs> however, we want to, however you want to say well, that. I don't mean to put, what's that? Yeah into my one tens or whatever we're going to call it. Yeah. Yeah. So what will get so much older? Like what's the thing inside of that person? That's like, uh, uh, maybe I've lost too much memory to do this program or what, what's that thing, that internal thing that keeps that you see keeping people from diving into something that can clearly help them. Um. Yeah, I think that, yeah, you, I think you hit the nail on the head. Um, it's too late for me. Um, mm. That ship has sailed. Um, 
I'm already losing my memory. What's the point? Old mm. people lose their memory. Um, it's a foregone conclusion. Uh, the there, uh, the self-fulfilling prophecy is mm. definitely something that uh, cuts people off from wanting to do the program or um, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess that would be, that would be my answer to that. And, and what, what would you say to that person? Like, like you've got this person who's in, let's say they're 65 or 70 and they've, they're, they're, they're like, that's too late. Why, 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 why start now? I would tell them that, that all of neuroscience contradicts their belief that memory loss is inevitable. And, uh, and that the, the concept that as I age, I will then lose my memory and forget is one that um, we buy into. It is not based in science. The brain is plastic. The brain never stops. Um, it, it never loses its ability to generate new neural connections. Um, we, if, uh, let me give you an example. So in our thirties, if we walk into a room and we forget why we walked into a room, we probably laugh and think, oh, I forgot why I walked into the room and we yeah. carry on with our day. If we're in our seventies and we walk into a room and we forget why we walked into a room, we think, oh my God, this is it. <laughs> I'm getting Alzheimer's disease. And our cortisol level goes through the roof. And now we're stressed out, which is the kryptonite to our memory. It literally erodes the hippocampus in the brain. And we have now planted the seed in our mind so that the next time that we have a, a mental lapse that we may have experienced in our 20s, 30s, 40s, we have now assigned an entirely new meaning to it. We've given it the power to tell us that, yes, this is another sign that my memory is going. I heard something so good the other day and it said, hey, you know, when you can't find your keys, you shouldn't worry about dementia. When you forget what your keys are for, then it's time to start working. <laughs> and I thought that was so perfect because oh my it's God. true. We will, we will, we will just say, ah, whatever. It's no big deal when we're young because it's no big deal. But when we're older, it stops being no big deal because we're afraid. And with that fear, we put ourselves, we put ourselves on a track of, um, of narrowing the way we think of eliminating new experiences of, um, of allowing our brain to fall into these well-worn pathways that limit its physiological ability to uh, continue to, um, to grow and expand and learn. We never are too old to stop changing our brain ever. And so um, I would point people to science. There is way too much science. Uh, we, we simply have bought into a concept that's uh, that's scientifically unfounded. So can I, can I speak to that really quick? So, so if, if what I'm hearing you say, like the memory alive program, uh, will help you, um, it's going to help you with your memory, but also reduce cortisol levels, all this sort of stuff, perhaps I don't want to speak too much to it, but I'm just, I'm just thinking like, okay, the idea that, that, it's too late or that's all BS, right? I love that. It's Thank bullshit. you for answering that. And I'm also going to say you probably being, uh, you have your masters and all this stuff. Like you've got the paperwork to prove it. You've done the study. You've worked in the business. You've created classes. You've been doing this for how long in your life? Uh, 
15 years, probably I've been working in generally speaking in the field. Okay. And so you probably have studies that verify what you're talking about. Like if I said, Hey, well, prove it. You could say, okay, give me 20 minutes. I'll be right back. And you could go through all your stuff and be like, here's, here's all the science data to validate what I just am am telling you. Yes. Absolutely. And, and the reason I know this is that people like, uh, you know, Deepak Chopra, who've written books about yeah. the brain, point to all of the science. And so, you know, I read um, a ton of books and I'm pointed to these these facts and these concepts and the science through um, through neurologists and through physicians and through um, through PhDs in multiple, multiple readings. So absolutely, um, simply through a, a list of books that I can recommend folks to that they could read and have this information validated. Fantastic. Well, thank you for so much for that. So, 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 what, what's, what's the pushback that somebody that would clearly benefit from this, from this class, from your techniques, your system, um, like, okay. So they're like, all right, I get it. Like this illusion that it's too late that my brain can't work anymore and it's going to degrade as I get older. That's all BS. Like, great. So they're, they're like, yeah, this is awesome. I see it can help me. Like what's, what, what's, what, what from someone who's in that position, what's that, what's that, what's the thing that's like, I'm trying to think of how to say this. Um, like what's, is it their kids that are like, no, don't do it. Cause you're going to be spending my inheritance or what's that? <laughs> what, like, why else? Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, or are they like, well, um, people, my family's going to look at me like I'm dumb or like, what, what's the thing that keeps people from like diving in? Well, and I think that the answer to that question is the answer to the, the same question. Why, when people know exercise is good for them, why don't they do it every day? If people know that eating well is going to change their life for the better, why don't they just do it, right? Why is it hard for us as humans to change our behavior? And um, I think it's much less a um, a resistance that's born of um, an attitude and more a, a, a resistance that's born of, it's a difficult, it's difficult to change our behavior. Behavior change is difficult. And it's because we're hardwired how we operate in our minds and, um, and, uh, changing how we do things, especially the longer we've been on this planet, um, is hard. It's, it's altering our ideas, being open-minded about trying new things is challenging and simply changing, um, a routine of our daily life is hard as well. Okay. Fair enough. So it's like, it's like, I don't have the time or, or I, my lifestyle won't afford this. Or not, I not want financially, to make the change. What's that? I, I want to make the change, but um, maybe not today, or maybe uh, it's not the right time for me or, uh, you know, the same, if someone's wanted to learn a new language or an instrument their whole life yeah. uh, but continues to put it off because there's going to be a better time. Um, I don't think this is answering your question super specifically, but I think it has a lot more to do with the, the human um, challenge around uh, uh, change in behavior than it does with a specific resistance to 
this content or this information. I think it's like, why is it so hard? I work out twice and then I don't want to go to the gym again the next day, even though it made me feel so good. It's the same concept. It's just different. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, What's your favorite, what's your favorite before and after of a person that's gone into your, through your program? I think that, um, you know, I have a couple of, you know, a couple scenarios that are coming to my mind, but I, I think that specific feedback that I've gotten from some of my longer term um, students and participants has been that of um, the reflection on how much more they're enjoying the moments that they are creating, um, how much more they are focused on creating memories that they want to keep. And that's that's been the, those are the moments that give me the chills where I think, oh, that's it, that is it. Because who cares if we can remember a bunch of shitty moments that we've strung together, right? But if we are focused on being present and being aware and really valuing uh, the creation of beautiful memories, that's it. What could be better than that? That is, that's what I have loved. It's mm, beautiful. Do a couple people come to mind for you that where you've seen um, that transition? Yeah, a couple- a couple of people have come to my mind where, you know, they've come back and reflected on, Hey, you know, I, I had this experience with my grandkids and I was, you know, usually I, I come into it worried about this or concerned about that. But I, 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 I took, I did my breathing exercises before and I knew I wanted to remember this. I knew I wanted to remember this moment. And I, you know, I, I knew that if I wanted to, um, to be able to, to hold on to these memories. These are the things that I did. And I came into it with a, a heart full of gratitude um, because we talk about the emotional state and how the emotional state helps us remember. So not only are you coming into circumstances and situations, paying attention with a heart full of love uh, so that cognitively you can remember, you are coming into it fully present with a heart full of love, you're going to have a beautiful experience. And even if you don't remember it, oh, well, you had a beautiful experience. And that, I mean, for me, that's what matters. Why, uh, you know, even if we don't remember it, it in, in the long term, if we forget the person's name, but we remember how we felt when we met them, um, really what matters. But, um, but these concepts, these components that fill up our right nows with beauty, those are the same concepts and components that allow our brains to most effectively encode and recall information when we want it. It's beautiful. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you a question, if I may, another? Of course. Cool. So we've got uh, integrative memory. People can go to your site, integrative memory right now. Um, what you have to offer currently is uh, live classrooms, online class. What are you doing? I mean, briefly. Yes. Live classes, online classes. Um, I teach uh, several classes a week over Zoom, and I have uh, several um, uh, workbooks that are 
uh, in progress to support those. I also have a YouTube channel that has a series of meditations for memory and that uh, library of resources online is one that I am um, hoping to get strategic about in expanding as well. Fantastic. Where can people find these meditations on your YouTube channel? It's free for them right now? It's free for them. Yes. And if you just look up an integrative memory on YouTube, it will pop up. Fantastic. I will put that link in the show notes. Um, So today your offer is somebody can, if someone's like, oh my God, Lisa, I want what you have to offer. They go to integrative memory, they sign up for a class and they get what they get a class for $50 or what, what, what are they getting right now? Well, right now I, um, I offer, I offer an online community class that is donation based. So if they wanted to get a taste of this every Thursday at two, I teach an online, um, community class and that's, that's free to the public. It's donation based. And, um, that's a great way to get started and to, uh, get a taste of what I do offer on a regular basis. And so that's where I would send people to start. And I would uh, love them to email me directly because I would love to, um, I do offer 30-minute uh, consultations for anyone who's interested in what I do or learning more. And I would, um, I think that would be the best place to start. So then, you know, we could have a one-on-one conversation and um, I can understand what more specifically they're looking for. Fantastic. So best email, which I will put in the show notes would be uh, Lisa at ChunkySeahorse.com. Lisa at com. Love it. And there is a whole story behind Chunky Seahorse, which is actually rather amazing, but we'll save it for another day. Just trust that typing in Chunky Seahorse, Lisa at Chunky is actually... Adequate. <laughs> yeah, well, not only adequate, but... <laughs> don't get you there. But, but an affirmation of all that you're creating and have created up to this point. If they want to sign, if they want to go to your, if they want to go to your uh, Thursday at two Pacific standard time community zoom class, where do they do that? They can email me. Yep. I have a a newsletter sign up as well on my website. So I have a general newsletter and then one um, that is uh, focused on mealtimes for memory as well. Uh, and then also meditations for memory and, and that can be um, subscribed to on my website, but the, the zoom link for my, um, for my Thursday 2 PM class, uh, if they send me an email, I will just respond with the zoom link for that class. Fantastic. That's how we're going to make all this happen. I love it. So excited. And then I'm going to end with this and we're going to let you get onto your day. Cause I know you've got lots to do. Um, this is uh, 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 like a standing document for you and I, right? To be like, all right, um, let's grow together. Let's help Lisa, uh, you know, uh, uh, grow, bring her gifts. Your 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 memory alive program. Like, let's 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 uh, let's apply some entrepreneurial spirit to it even more and grow it and evergreen it and all these terms and, and help you create uh, right financial independence for you and your family and just really help a lot of people. Right. And then it's an opportunity for me to be like, yeah, I have some ideas, some methods that you and I are going to work together with 
And this is our beginning document where you and I can look back at this and go, wow, <laughs> how far each of us have come, right? <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> so we're both being very vulnerable for the masses right now. Um, we yes, both have yes, a lot yes. to offer. And, um, and uh, I look forward to helping you grow scale, refine, you know, your story, your message, your offer, all this stuff. And, uh, and, uh, very excited. Um, I'm super excited as well. Thank you. Yes. Fantastic. Is there anything that we missed that you want to add? I think you are such a thorough interviewer. I think that we've probably hit, uh, hit all of those, those key components. No, but thank you very much for taking the time. And I'm uh, really excited about trying to scale and expand. Fantastic. Lisa, I love you. Thank you so much for coming on and, and sharing what you do. And uh, everybody check, check back with us, check back in with us as we grow. And, and we will be talking to Lisa throughout her journey and um, just watching you uh, do all the fun stuff. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much, Misha. Okay. This is so fun. Okay. Love you. I'm going to hit stop. Okay. We'll say a quick goodbye and okay. uh, we'll go on with the day. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Table Rush Talk Show. For resources to help you sell your stuff, go to B-E-L-O-V-E dot media forward slash resources. That's belove.media forward slash resources and be sure to subscribe, comment, five star, and share. Thank you again for listening.